talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome and delighted, as always, to spend our Saturday with you. And uh, I don't see uh, Bianca yet, but we should wait. We should be, I guess, calling her right now. Oh, yeah, she's, she's always, there. Oh, I see funny. her there. Oh, that's funny. She's not coming Bianca's up online. Bianca's there. I okay. can see her. All right. Well, hello to everybody, <laughs> and uh, thank you for uh, joining us. If you want to get us, you can get us at Mark and Marsha and Twitter, Mark and Marsha Gmail, uh, Marsha Collier, and all of the above. And thank you. We're delighted to spend our Saturday with you, Mark. And don't forget you? our Facebook page, Computer yes. and Technology Radio. Which we should talk about a little later because we're going to be doing a giveaway on that page um, in the next probably couple of weeks. So we'll do that. But let, let me get to our guest first because I'm uh, happy to have her with us. Um, the Huffington Post has been such a great publication and is growing every year. And Bianca Bosker is the senior tech editor for the Huffington Post. Uh, she has, let's see, writes for the Wall Street Journal the Far Eastern Economic Review, Fast Company, all kinds of stuff. She's and all over the place. What are you really talking is. about? And the Huffington Post is really, the Huff Post is the leader, really, oh. in news on the web. Oh, the as you call it, the Huff Post? The Huff Post. I used to call David Hasselhoff, Hoff, mm. so that's kind of yeah, the same. Uh, Bianca, welcome, and thanks for joining <laughs> us. Thanks, a pleasure. Hey, we're we're happy to have you, and uh, glad. There's been so many things in the news, you know, recently going on between Apple and Microsoft, and and, and but before I ask you, since you're a tech editor, um, you are also obviously involved in economics. Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean I cover uh, you know tech tech and tech and business. So, um, as well as actually tech and culture. So, you know, I think it's uh, obviously tech is one of the more, uh, most interesting kind of fields in business today, I think. So, uh, yeah, but um, a, a wide beat, I would say. Well, I mean, since my weekday life involves being a financial advisor, I mean, there's some things I want to talk to you that are involved in what's going on in Apple and Microsoft as well, because it's been a big kind of tech week, both for releases and all kinds of stuff going on. So first, let's talk. Absolutely. And and uh, Apple and Google, too. I mean, there's a huge fight going on there. Good. So let's spill. Let me hear it all. Before (laughs) you do that, let me give uh, Bianca, you are B. Bosker, right, at Twitter? Yep, that's it. Okay, I just followed her, and so should you. Uh, all right, so l- l- let's start with Google. Google announced their earnings. They were much less than expected. There was a whole fiasco going on with the earnings were released early. What, tell us not so much about the stock, because I don't care about that. Talk to us about what's going on with Google, and, and what do you think their future is? Oh, absolutely. So um, I think really, you know, one of the most interesting battles that are being waged right now in uh, Silicon Valley and in business at large, really, is between Apple and Google. Um, and we're seeing it being played out on a number of different fronts. I think the key areas are, you know, number one, mobile. Um, Google, as you know, acquired Motorola. They have made a huge investment in terms of Android, tablets. Um, and I think, you know, obviously Apple is not happy about the fact that Google's going after their lunch. I mean, there was a huge um, lawsuit recently where Apple sued Samsung, won, um, which is really more of a, a warning signal, to, I think, to a lot of Google's partners. So, um, you know, I think we're going to be seeing Google get a really, really focused um and already has on, um, you know, what they're doing as far as getting their way into our pockets. Um, and, you know, in fact, next week on October 29th, they're going to have a big press conference, I believe in New York, about Android, which is, of course, their um, mobile phone uh, and, and tablet software. 
And, um, you know, I think a big part of the, the site is, is not only mobile but related to that data. Um, so Apple and, and Google are both kind of trying to be the repository for all of our information um, and with that, in turn, create different types of services. So, you know, Siri is a great example of that. The more data we give over to Apple, the more we use Siri, the better she gets, the more, you know, they can kind of um, have something to keep us in their ecosystem. Um, but Google, I mean, self-driving cars, that's entirely a data uh, issue. So, um, you know, as far as where we're going to see those companies going, I mean, Google, interestingly, I think, is doing some really sci-fi type things with Google Glasses, which are these wearable computers, and these self-driving cars. Fascinating. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different kinds of things going on. I love Siri. I want to marry Siri. Mm-hmm. I think Siri's good. I, I wish, you know, I wish she had a better voice. It's still kind of, you know, the old computerized sounding voice. And I guess at some point we'll get to the point where, where she's got a more human voice. But I think yeah. the new iOS 6, she is doing a better job than in iOS 5. Yeah, well, again, I mean, and, and that's part of it. So, you know, the more, you know, Google, uh, Apple is collecting data every time we use it, and it's, and it's using that information about our queries, our voice patterns, all of those things um, to really teach Siri and ensure that she's learning to, uh, you know, do everything from make us dinner reservations to make us laugh, and, and that's why people like you fall in love with her, right? Exactly. <laughs> now, Marcia, you, you have an iPhone, but you don't use it that much, right? You, well, you no, Kurt has an iPhone. I have an iPod Touch so that I can test out all the fancy new toys. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, I, Siri just doesn't like me. What nah. can I say? Or I'm looking, I'm looking for deeper answers. That's all, that's all I can say. She has the answers to the universe. I don't know what more you could possibly want from anyone. Uh, but Bianca, you know, no, go ahead. I think, I think so I was going to say that, so you made, made a good point about, you know, what the iPhone, um, the new iPhone doesn't have. And, and this touches also on Google versus Apple, and that's Maps, right? And I think we saw a big stumble with Apple, mm-hmm. um, with Maps. And, um, you know, they booted uh, Google Maps and replaced it with Apple Maps um, on iOS 6 and, and on the new iPhone 5. Um, and, you know, they're trying to, you know, create their own experience. And, again, that's, that's data, it's services. Um, it's really about that consumer experience of owning it from end to end for Apple. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think a lot of people, myself included, are, like, waiting for their Google Maps app to come back. So, um, you know, Google might have won that round now. Now, Bianca, have you tried the, uh, let's say, the Galaxy 3, and what do you think I, about that? I, have, I haven't used it day in, day out. Um, but, you know, increasingly, I think with each new version um, that a uh, new phone that either gets Samsung or Roll, each new Android phone, I think my iPhone loses a little bit of its luster. I mean, I woke up early to place an order for my iPhone 4S, and um, I'm definitely feeling much more patient about the iPhone 5. I... You know, recently got my upgrade. And I haven't gotten it yet. You know, why? Why is that? <laughs> why are we less? You know, I think I think we're starting to see more competitive advantages and great features on other phones, really. You know, and, I, th- and I, I think what, what, what just Mark, let me just stay yeah, on this for one second. Sure. I think when each company, each manufacturer, puts their own flavor of Android, and I think that's perfectly obvious if you look at a Samsung phone versus an LG phone. The flavor of Android and how it works is a little different. And, mm-hmm. you know, I see a Samsung doing a lot of pretty amazing things yeah. with everything these days. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, NFT, right? I mean, it's it's like magic that you can pay for something uh, just by swiping your phone on top of it. And, and yeah. Apple, you know, maybe will do that, but certainly hasn't done it yet. Um, you know, and I've been spending a lot of time literally just like refreshing my email, waiting for it. to I, I don't have a 4G, you know, faster uh, phone yet, but um, you know, that's something that uh, these older iPhones can't handle. So. It makes me frustrated to see the Yeah, I mean, I mean, I upgraded. I did what you did on the 4S. I did on the iPhone 5. I got up at, or stayed up till 12.01, you know, went online, oh, ordered You're it. You're such a fanboy. Uh, well, I, you know, I, and you know what? I was never an oh. iPhone up until the iPhone 4. I had an Android phone, and mm, I liked it. Yeah, I mean, I switched over from Android to iPhone, and, and I like it a lot. There, You know, there's very little about the phone. I haven't had the issues with maps that other people have had. Uh, I have right. a GPS on my car, so I don't use it as often, but I have tested it and have had no issues. Now, that doesn't mean right. they don't exist, but certainly, uh-huh. I, you know, and, and I like the phone. I think, you know, the bigger screen, the different features, um, I, you know, I'm a fan. Are you going to upgrade, or are you thinking about going to a different phone? Yeah, I think I'll upgrade, but not not passionately. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's funny that you say you had a good experience. The first search I did on Apple Maps was for um, the Huff Post offices, which are in New York, downtown, and it took me to Bayonne, New Jersey. Oh so I specified, gosh. I specified, you know, our address, Broadway, New York, New York, and it took me to New Jersey, and it was like, you know, it's hard. When that's your first experience, how do you trust something that's supposed to get you from point A to point B? Yeah, yeah, that's that pretty scary. scary. You know, yeah. I think that affects women more than men because, you know, mm-hmm. men never ask for directions, really. Well, because we don't need them. We know well, everything. women, no, we get on that phone and we want the directions and we want to be sure they're right. We don't want to be dragged through crappy neighborhoods. <laughs> and it's true. I mean, that's what I look for in a GPS. And, and it just, mm-hmm. you know, if that's not going to happen, I'm going to be not interested at all. Yeah. Well, the question is, do, do men ask for directions if it means they get to ask Siri? Yeah, and that may well be the case. You know, although I have to say that, and I've talked about this on the year before, that when I first, when GPSs first came out, I went, eh, don't need this. I know every place I'm going. And then I finally put a GPS in the car or had one that had one in it, and I love it. I mean, I think they're phenomenal. So I couldn't live without having a GPS on my car now. You know, just for those circumstances where, like Marcia says, you know, you're by Staples Center, which isn't a great neighborhood. You don't know how to get on the freeway. It directs you how to get home. And, you know, mm-hmm. that that's always a great feature. We're going to go to break in a little bit. Uh, you can stay with us, I hope. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. When we come back, I, w- I want to talk some more about the iPad Mini, uh, which to me is a t- – I haven't seen it yet. We don't know much about it yet because I haven't had the announcement yet. But I think it's a total waste, and I love Apple stuff. So I'd like to get your take on the iPad Mini. Also, um, in the next month, we're going to see Microsoft 8 released, and there's a lot of talk about that. And then the one question I'll ask you when you come back is, so if you were had to take a job from Apple, Microsoft, or any other tech company because you thought that mm. they were going to be the future, I want you to think <laughs> about it. Tell us who you'd go to work for because that will tell us where you think these companies are going. Um, Marsha, what about you? Well, no, and not only that, um, Key Lime Pie is coming out for Android. So that's gonna be, that's gonna be announced on the 29th. So there's a lot of stuff coming up. Okay, lots to talk about. Uh, we will be right back with Bianca Bosker, uh, senior tech editor at the Huffington Post, and lots of good stuff ahead. Great guest at 1 o'clock too. We'll tell you when we come back. Don't go away.
This is Marsha Collier, and I'm here with Mark Cohen on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Love to read but just don't have the time? With Audible.com, you can catch up on reading simply by listening. Audible has the largest collection of digital audiobooks, over 85,000 titles in every genre. Listen to a bestseller on your iPhone, BlackBerry, Android smartphone, or one of 500 other compatible devices. Visit audible.com slash wsradio today and get a free audiobook when you try Audible free for 14 days. That's audible.com slash wsradio. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, we have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, and Android market. They are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. For more information, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Dymo Indicia is the leading Internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive, can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It will improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, 866-WS-RADIO. Before we get back to Bianca, I want to uh, don't want to forget to tell you, if you're in the Thousand Oaks area, Monday night, uh, I will be hosting Steve Wozniak at the Distinguished Speaker Series. We have a great series this year, so uh, please, if you're there, stop in and say hello. And Marsha, I'm trying to see if I can get Steve to come do our show. We'll see if that... Uh, that would be fabulous. That would be lovely. So we're talking to uh, Bianca Bosco, who's seen 
senior tech editor, editor rather of the Huffington Post. So Bianca and I forgot Google is one of the three there. So who, who uh, of course you want to stay with the Huffington Post, but if you had to choose one of those companies, which one would you go to work for today? It's a really tough question. Great question. Um, so I would say my instinct is to say Google because I am fascinated by Google X. I think there's some great products coming out of it. For those who don't know Google X, this um, kind of secretish lab within Google that's designed to uh, make the impossible possible. So it's the self-driving cars, it's Google Glasses. Um, <laughs> you know, they're probably inventing a new planet as we speak. Um, and, you know, I, so I would that I would love to go work somewhere where they're working on really wearable technologies, technologies that maybe sync with brainwaves, and already we're seeing a little bit of that in the startup world. Um, you know, I, I'd be shocked if Apple wasn't doing that. Yeah. Uh, if they had a department that would take me on, I might go there. But, uh, you know, I think Google's co-founders are, are so daring um, and openly daring about their vision. It's, it's exciting. Yeah, they are. And, and Google, I, I'm a huge, needless saying, I think Marsha is as well, a huge Google fan. Uh, yeah. We just love it. All right, so let's move on. Let's talk about the iPad Mini. Now, I think October mm-hmm. 23rd is the release, or the at least mm-hmm. the, the, not the release, the announcement date. What's your take on that? latest rumor is that it's going to be, you know, iPad mini and potentially a new full-sized iPad as well, something with a um, the kind of smaller dock that you're finding on the iPhone 5, uh, you know, maybe 4G, LTE as well, um, and, uh, you know, just a few, like a minor update there. Uh, but the iPad mini, I mean, I think, I think a big part of it is, uh, you know, Steve Jobs said that, you know, there was no sense making a small 7-inch tablet, um, but we've seen a lot of other competitors certainly coming out with a sort of more lightweight, much cheaper version. Um, Amazon, obviously, uh, has their own tablets that are, are much cheaper than the iPad, and, you know, I think there may be a market for that. I mean, they did it successfully with the iPod. Um, you know, I personally would, would am happy with a bigger size, and but, you know, maybe they're going after people that don't have an iPad, perhaps can't afford to buy an iPad because they're quite expensive, um, but still want a sort of tablet-like device, so the iPad Mini could, could fill that niche. You know, Marsha, I mean, I know you prefer the smaller screen, and mm-hmm. I prefer the bigger screen. Uh, Wait, we, why the smaller screen? That's interesting. Yeah, Marsha Well, I like to be able to carry my tablet, mm. because I don't get the great experience on a smartphone. As great as the smartphones are, the only thing I really use my smartphone for is when I'm out running around. Um, I would prefer, I had the Samsung Galaxy 7-inch tablet. Camera was great on it. I took it to CES one year, took fabulous pictures, um, and it fit into my purse, which I loved. You know, it was, in other words, more portable. The keyboard, obviously, if I'm posting something to Facebook, if I'm posting something online, I have less of the keyboard issue, you know, the misspelling constantly. So I just prefer something a little larger than a smartphone. I don't want yeah. to make calls on it. So I've actually switched to the idea of just having my smartphone and using it only as a portable device. But when I go to a conference or something, I end up taking, uh, right now I'm using a Sony tablet, and I take that with me and I do whatever I have to do with that on the Wi-Fi at the conference. And a 10-inch tablet is just a little too big. 
Funny. And I, for me, I would much rather walk around with, you know, if I'm going to anything, I'd much rather walk around with my iPhone because the camera is great. I can take any kind of pictures with that and not, but yet I don't carry my iPad to wherever I go, uh, you know, unless it's a hotel or the house or, you know, whatever. Uh, and Bianca, how do you use yours and what do you use? Um, so I have a, I have iPad 2, mm-hmm. and um, I use it a lot more than I thought. I actually bypassed getting the first iPad. Um, I thought, you know, I've got my computer at home. I don't really need it. I use my iPad all the time. I'm constantly instapapering articles. I read every morning. I read the paper on the treadmill on my iPad. Um, you know, I'm that girl. Yeah, that. no, I do too. <laughs> uh, first thing in the morning, I, I have uh, the tablet, the 10-inch tablet out, and I'm sitting and I'm reading my news. Yeah. And I'm setting up news stories that I find interesting. Yeah, so yeah. I do that every morning before yeah. I even go and into I, the office. You know, and it's interesting. I, I think I'm an anomaly here, but I don't have cable, and I never – I have a beautiful big TV in my apartment. I never watch it. I curl up with my iPad hmm. on my lap, um, and I watch all of my TV shows there because it's just something more comfortable at balancing a screen uh, on your chest for me. I don't know. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, but you see, I got a 60-inch Internet-able TV. So I get my Netflix and my Google and my yeah. everything on my television. I don't read news stories on the television, mm-hmm. but when I stream stuff, yeah, it, I like an Internet-enabled TV. See, and yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. in between that because I watch my big screen TV with, truly with my iPad on my lap, and mm-hmm. half the time I have to rewind because I'm in the middle of doing something and something happens on yeah. TV. I go, what did they say? You know, yeah, yeah. So uh, well, I... I was going to say, I think it's interesting. You know, it's um, there's there's a big number three that we're not talking about here, which is Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Um, and both in terms of smartphones, I mean, Windows Phone 8, I think, didn't, didn't come up once before. And, and, you know, that's something that we're seeing on the horizon. Microsoft's going to be making some more announcements about you know, their smartphone platform coming up. And the Surface tablet, finally, finally. You know, I mean, we're, what, two years, three years after... Yeah. Um, Steve Ballmer got up on CEO of Microsoft got up on stage at CES and said, you know, here's the, the Microsoft tablet, and now people are finally going to get it. Uh, and that's coming out on October 26th, I believe. Right. But, um, Bianca, interesting, if we talk about the price point of the tablet, how do you think mm-hmm. that's going to affect things? I heard the 32 gigabyte is sold out on the first run. You mean the, for the, the Microsoft Surface tablet? Right, right. Yeah. So it's a great point. I mean, the question is, are people going to get a Microsoft tablet uh, when they could pretty much for the same price get uh, an Apple one? Um, you know, and I think if you want the keyboard, that's, you know, 32 gigabyte Surface tablet with keyboard is actually 599 So, you know, that and that was a big selling point for them, but that's not the basic model. Um, so, you know, are people going to, I don't know, but, but then, you know, let's keep in mind that while Apple certainly has a huge dominant share of the tablet market, Microsoft is still the ogre in the PC market. I mean, there's a lot of people who potentially want to stay within the, the Windows ecosystem, so they Which might I do. bring for it. Yeah, it's very interesting. And Microsoft, you know, talking just finance for a second, Microsoft is one of those companies that, and I don't know why, gets no respect. I mean, the company announced $17 billion in earnings in the quarter, and the stock went down, even though they missed their earnings a little bit. But still, it's just, you know, Apple's 600 and whatever it is, $40 a share, and and Microsoft's $29 a share. So. What's interesting though, they're getting, so it's with the Windows Phone 8, I don't know how many of your listeners have, have tried it, but within tech, it got a lot, in the tech press, it got a lot of respect. I don't know about, you know, I'm sure you've seen it. It's, mm-hmm. Oh, I, well, I use, yeah, I use a wind, the older Windows Phone, the 7.5, mm-hmm. 
And I love it, the focus. I love it. It is such a beautiful and elegant interface. I love the tiles. I love when I turn on the phone, I can see immediately what's going on. Uh, it's a beautiful interface. And, and the improvements can only make it better. It's, Mark knows I have been a fan of that tile interface mm-hmm. yep. since they came out. And yeah, I've been using Windows 8 and beta now for about six months, and I still have my doubt as to people how quickly people are going to be able to adapt to that. I think it's just a mm-hmm. different system. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, um, you know, but the question is how, how does Microsoft get people to at least check out the, the Windows phone? You know, I mean, I had it at a dinner party recently, and I was like, oh, it's so pretty. What is that? You know, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and, and they think it, it is a really attractive um, interface, but it's, it's interesting why people aren't really giving it more of a chance, and also how much longer can Microsoft give it a chance uh, if it doesn't kind of pick up steam. Well, we're going to have Daniel Egan from Microsoft on uh, in a couple of weeks to talk about Windows Mobile, but I do have to oh, tell good. you, when <laughs> I when I look at the phone, to me, it's Vogue magazine, where... Android, I think, is People magazine, and I'm not really sure. I haven't figured out, like, a print version for the iOS. You know, it's just a different attitude when you look at it. You know, there's, like they say with cars, there's a seat for every butt, right? (laughs) (laughs) That was profound. I'm going to write that down. Uh, Bianca, we only got about a minute or so left, but tell us where, where we can read your pieces and how do we find you online? So thanks for asking. I'm a Bebosker on Twitter. Uh, you can find my stories on uh, the Huffington Post if you go to HuffingtonPost.com slash tech uh, or on Facebook. Uh, I bug all my friends and I post most of my stories there. Okay, and with the last minute we've got left, if you had one tech toy to buy, what would it be? Oh, man, that is a great... Besides a self-driving car... <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I want the I car really, that flies. Yeah, the flying car. <laughs> Jetson. <laughs> Um, I really want a pair of Google Glasses. Uh, I wish they weren't going to be so expensive um, when they first come out, but I had the chance to try them briefly out here in California, and uh, you know, I'd love to, to live with them and see what it's like. Yeah, it's very, very, very cool stuff. Well, we, we thank you yeah. so much for being with us. It's a great, uh, great interview, and we hope you'll join us again yeah. on the show. Uh, Absolutely. Got some great insights, and thank you so much for being with us. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Bianca. you, Bianca. It was great seeing you. And yeah. follow B-, B Bosco on Twitter. Bosker. B O S K. Bosker on Bosker. Twitter. On yes. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Thank you, Bianca. We appreciate it. Uh, we and a little bit uh, later in the show, we have a friend who uh, I just love her, and so do you, Marcia. Is what Jessica Northy is going to be on with us? Right. She's doing some pretty amazing things with country music chat on the air, and pretty cool. Pretty mm-hmm. cool. We're going to. We're going to talk about lots of things she's doing in the internet community. I have some bad news about Superman when we get back. What? Yes, bad news. Don't talk and to me about bad news with Superman. A little bit about Samsung Jelly Bean on the mm. Sony smartphones. Oh, lots of stuff. All right, we'll be right back. Great stuff ahead. Don't go away. This is Marsha Collier, and I'm here with Mark Cohen, and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. 
Are your salespeople running at the speed of the Internet? Are you providing the tools they need to compete? Bjorn Stansvik from MentorMate has a solution for increasing the effectiveness of your workforce. The most common problem we see our clients facing is that their salespeople don't have time for learning. IQPAC provides an adaptable mobile learning solution to help your sales force easily master the knowledge to compete effectively. Go to IQPAC.com. That's I-Q-P-A-K-K.com to learn more. Attention online sellers, introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. We all need a healthier lifestyle. The stresses of the day take their toll, and the lack of a healthy plan and activities make it that much harder to stay fit. Better Bodies by Chemistry makes it easy for you to maintain a healthy lifestyle and reach your fitness goals by working for you. Combining the best of science and nature, including organics, our vitamins and supplements support and improve your health, all at a great value. Better Bodies by Chemistry also provides tools for women to inspire each other to reach their goals. Whether you need new weight loss solutions or super omega-3 vitamins, we have different nutritional supplements that will work best for your health, heart, and immune system. You can achieve a healthy lifestyle that is realistic no matter how busy and full your life is. And with Better Bodies by Chemistry products, you're assured of the finest quality at a great price. Learn more at betterbodiesbychemistry.com. Join culinary rock stars and legendary winemakers for one of the nation's largest Epicurean love fests, the 9th Annual San Diego Bay Wine and Food Festival, from November 14th to 18th. This week-long extravaganza will feature 100 celebrity and local chefs, 170 wineries, 25 citywide events, and a whole lot of love. To save 10% on select events, use promo code VINVILLAGE. For tickets and hotel packages, visit SanDiegoWineClassic.com. That's SanDiegoWineClassic.com. (laughs) 